So we have the mother. Everybody say hi again to Kathy, who is paying attention to the dogs. Well, somebody's crying. Who's crying? Um, hi. Yes. This is Kathy, Harry's mom. There you go. Uh, and this week, mom, at your request, we watched uh, the 1988 film Ernest Saves Christmas. Ernest Saves Christmas. No, so... We we watched this movie like a lot when I was a little kid, um, and like we watched like all of the Ernest movies when I was a little kid. Uh, what like do you remember how that started or like what the first one was or computers being uh, aggravating? Uh, so I did some digging on wikipedia Mm -hmm. uh a fictional character portrayed by jim varney in a series of television commercials and later in a television series hey Vern, it's Ernest," as well as a series of oh mom's left now mom's gotta see what dog's crying okay i'll put the podcast on pause uh, as well as a series of feature films. Ernest was based on the Andy Griffith show character Ernest T. Bass and created with Varney by the Nashville advertising agency uh, Cardin and Cherry and was used in local various uh, television ad campaigns. Right. I know um, that part. Let's see. It looks like he was used to promote Coca-Cola, Chex, and Taco John's. I guess sure. that went over big. Um, um, but tell me, what was his first movie? Well, that's what I'm... Uh, Maybe fi- it was Ernest Saves Christmas. Films. Uh, okay. Um, his first film appearance was the unnamed cameo role of Dr. Otto's Disguise in the film Dr. Sorry, Dr. Otto and the Riddle of the Gloom Beam. We wouldn't have from 1985. So no, no the first no. actual Ernest movie yes. was Ernest Goes to Camp. Oh, uh, yes. in 1987. Never do uh, this to a family of badgers. Oh my god! So yeah, like while we were watching the movie <laughs> last night, we only watched the one movie last night. Ernest uh, uh, Saves Christmas. But like as we were watching it, it just all kind of came flooding back. All of the weird touch points that we pulled from this movie as a family because this movie was in heavy rotation during the Christmas season. Nobody dies. Nobody moves. Nobody dies. Nobody dies. Um, So let's see. It was Ernest Goes to Camp, Ernest Saves Christmas uh, the next year in 88, Ernest Goes to Jail in 1990. Ernest Goes to Jail? Yep. Ernest Scared Stupid in oh, 1991. Ernest Scared Stupid, you didn't like that. that. No, I was a very uh, frightful child, and that one gave me uh It was the nightmares. big boogie monster in well, that, because like, it was really a boogie monster. That's fun fact. Those costumes were actually reused from um, killer clowns from outer space. They just repainted them, and like, yeah, no, they I know. They looked like boogers. But then it, uh, Ernest Rides Again in 1993. Oh, yeah. I think that one was my favorite. Uh, Ernest goes to school in 1994, and that's and now they're just direct to video from here on out. So 94 is Ernest goes to school. 95 is Slam Dunk Ernest. <laughs> Ernest goes to Africa in 97. I, I didn't know that was there was Ernest goes to Africa. I am very sure that I saw all of these. Oh my gosh! Uh, and then finally, the last one in 1998 was Ernest in the Army. 
let's see. Um, in 1997, Ernest films were rumored to be in development. Uh, Ernest spaced out. Uh, 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 let's see. Ernest, Ernest and the Voodoo Curse. That oh, that would have been fun, uh, too. Supposed to be in the vein of Abbott and Costello meet Frankenstein. That would have been fun. Um Oh my god, this is just a bizarre treasure trove. Never do this to a family of badgers. Exeronius. What was Exeronius? That was That's from something Ghost they, to Camp, but like... Yes, it's something they served at breakfast at the camp. Exeronius. Exeronius. So much stuff that this family pulled from the Ernest series that just became so common vernacular. And if I can make that eye movement noise... I would make that eye. I'm going to try and remember to drop that into the the, the podcast because, here because that eye movement. But so let's let's try this. Oh my god! Uh, yeah. So what was that guy's name? Uh, G- Gaylord Starta- Startain played Chuck. Uh, I want to say, and that was the guy that does the weird eyeball bug out noise. Yeah. And his mostly silent part partner Bobby, played by Bobby. Bill Burge, um, and they make appearances in most of the Ernest movies. Oh, they have to. Yeah, they have to. They're just. But yeah. uh, so, e, but bunny. let's let's e, let, bunny. Let's uh, let's e, bunny. <laughs> let's focus up and try and focus on Ernest Saves okay. Christmas. So you apparently didn't remember a lot of this movie. What did you remember? Like what caught you off guard? What caught me off guard? Yeah. Uh, well, and should we get to... into the fashion now, or should we just... What caught me off guard? It it was sweet. Nobody okay. cursed. Nobody... Nobody. Well, it's a, it was just it's a, a sweet movie. It's a G-rated... I think it's a G. Is it G-rated? I'm pretty it sure it's really G. It was really sweet. It's a G <laughs> movie. And I forgot how much he destroyed Fern's house. <laughs> For the for the <laughs> listener, I'm not going to ask you to watch any of these movies. Oh, but destroying the house is a fun. But part. like, so a, a running gag in the Ernest series is that he's got hey, this Vern. friend named Vern. Hey, Vern, who is literally just the camera. You never see Vern, no, but whenever Vern quote unquote appears, Ernest starts directly speaking to the camera and just you know wreaks what I mean? havoc. You know what I mean, Vern. Oh my god, that's another one of ours. Yeah, know what I mean? You know what I mean? Know what I mean? You know what I mean, Vern? Oh my god. Um, Nobody moves. If if Wikipedia is to be believed, this is the only movie in which Vern quote unquote appears. Vern only quote unquote appears in this movie and the television series. Hey, Vern, it's Ernest. It just it's it's it's. it's, I think he goes and visits. It's madness. Vern well, in all of the movies. You have to have Vern. Okay, I'm not okay. I it's been a little while since I've seen any of these. Well, watch Ernest Scared Stupid and see uh, again. Yeah. Jim Varney, uh born June fifteenth, nineteen forty nine, died February tenth, two thousand, I believe due to lung cancer. Uh did anti smoking campaigns even while he was still a smoking a lot. Um Oh my god! Also known as Slinky Dog in the yes, Toy Story movies. Yes, I knew he yeah. was the voice of yeah. Slinky Dog. Yeah, pretty sweet. Yeah. Um, also uh, plays Cookie the Cook in Atlantis: The Lost Empire, the he wa- uh, the he Disney also, animated movie. He was also Jed in Beverly Hillbillies movie. Oh my god! Yeah. Yeah. 
Also, he played Lothar Zog in Three Ninjas High Noon at Mega Mountain. <laughs> never, never heard of that one. Let's get into the fashion now, though. Okay, yeah, talk about the fashion of the 1990s. Wow, that was 80. You, just, you don't 80, have to yell right 80. into the mic. Yeah, nineteen eighty-eight, the same the same year as my favorite Christmas movie, which is Die Hard. Please continue with the fashion of Ernest Saves Christmas. Oh my gosh, the crop top. <laughs> the oh yeah, so big the, um, hair. The the uh, the most aggressively eighties person in this movie is a character named Harmony, a wayward runaway teen who somehow gets swept up into Ernest and Santa's shenanigans. But she's wearing this aggressive crop top and jean jacket and has like four hairstyles piled on top of one another with all of this crap braided into it. The braids coming out of the side of yep, her head. The side and, braids. Yep. And it, it really does look like multiple hairstyles stacked on one another. Um, played by an actress named Noelle Parker. Uh, a lot of... Very large, double-breasted suits. The leisure suit that Um, Santa wore before he turned over. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, my God. I swear my dad had one of those. (laughs) (laughs) And probably the same red You said from Sears. Oh, my gosh. It it might have have well been the same suit. Yeah, It had to be from Sears. Polyester. It wasn't like ketchup red. It was like puke red. I, was, I would charitably describe it as cranberry. Cranberry. If it's in the right light. Pol- this leisure suit of cranberry polyester. Uh. <laughs> and you know what I noticed? Oh, okay, I was what did you notice? This. Sure. I noticed that nobody's teeth were bleached. Uh, yeah, you know what? Similar vein. This is obviously 1988. This is a right. relatively low-budget movie. Right. Um, uh, um... Uh, this was made before the days of a uh, um, high definition home video and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I noticed for the first time. Obviously, I've only you know it's been probably twenty ish years since I've seen this movie <sighs> thereabouts. Yeah, uh, but <laughs> but I noticed same thing when you watch the despecialized edition of the original Star Wars. You notice the makeup on the actors' faces because these movies were not thought. It's like nobody's going to have extreme high definition 4K send surround sound picture and stereo. So we don't have to worry too much about these low budget movies. But you could see on uh, because there's ostensibly two Santas in this movie. But I'm going to call him Santa Prime, who is... Santa throughout most of the movie until the transfer is made to a character named Joe Carruthers. But on Douglas Seal, who is Santa Prime throughout most of this movie, you can very clearly see <gasps> the line of the fake beard. I didn't on notice his that. Face. Maybe I was just looking for it. I'm also going to rotate my laptop so you can see what the actor looks like without the beard and facial yeah. hair. Uh, oh, there are my glasses. There are your glasses. Oh, it doesn't look like there? him at all. No, like the beard adds the entire chin to him. That's also Douglas Seal, if I'm saying that name. Seal, that yeah. Doesn't like, That's look also like the him actor who plays uh, the voice of the Sultan in the original animated Aladdin. <gasps> Prince Ali. 
Uh, yeah, that that too. Uh, I just mostly remember him because I want to say he's the first Disney character to refer to Allah, which uh, uh, I guess a landmark in what nineteen ninety. Two? Was that? Two or know. three? Aladdin, two. 1992. There it is. I don't know. But their teeth their were teeth were, yellow. Their teeth were the normal human color of yellow. Yellow, yeah. yellow. yellow. Uh, <laughs> this movie was just kind of like an earnest delivery system. He played like four, like Ernest donned four different disguises no, over well, the course of the movie. he was the snake guy? He was the weird snake guy. He was the lawyer? He was the weird greased up lawyer. Yeah. He was the old lady. The old lady uh, that wore the neck brace and spoke like this. Yes. That line that he says at that point has what? always kind of rattled around in my brain. What? Wouldn't you know it? You've got two sons, one good, one bad, and wouldn't you know it? The good one dies. And that line. Because he also leans directly into camera. Like, the weapon of this movie is, if we want to make it funny, you just press the f- camera into Jim Varney's face. So, the camera just gets millimeters from Jim Varney's face, and he just goes, the good one dies. And it's um, always stuck with me. Um, He's got a rubber face. He does. He really, really does. Uh, but it, it, it's really just like a showcase of all of the different weird characters he can do that I think just make constant appearances throughout the rest of the Ernest, uh, oeuvre. Uh, yeah, it just, oh my god. The Wikipedia picture for Ernest P. Worrell is also hysterical. Like, oh, that's his signature. Yeah, book, isn't it? that's just because he'd lean into the camera yeah. with his teeth all. Everybody, Google on Wikipedia or Wikipedia on Google, uh, Ernest P. Worrell, and you'll see what I mean. I might make it the image of this episode. And it's, uh, it snowed on Christmas Eve in Orlando. It did for about forty seconds. Okay. Oh my God! This... See, that's the problem with watching something from your childhood. You get yeah. cynical about it. But you know what? I try to watch it with. We used to love this movie. We <laughs> quote this movie. We quote this movie like we when they're like whipping around the world at hyperspace. There is a <laughs> hyperspace joke. Like even the controllers he uses to push it to hyperspace yes. are reminiscent of the Millennium Falcon yes. where you have to grab the two controllers at the same time and well in this case it was push and it's labeled express delivery because it's Santa's sleigh. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's push instead of pull but he, he grabs them the same way that Harrison Ford does in the Millennium Falcon. And uh, uh, and they stop, and they are, you can see the full curvature of the earth. And Ernest leans over and just says, nobody moves, nobody, nobody dies. dies. And it's like, that. we say that all the time as we a family. We quote a lot of movies as family. All the time as a family. We really do, yeah. Um, What's the, we quote Princess Bride a lot? Oh, that one. Have fun storming the castle. We will have to do the Princess Bride eventually. Oh, that's the, ne- when yeah. dad does, when dad goes to no, Dad, Dad likes that movie. He'd yeah, want to join right. in on this. <laughs> I'm not a witch. I'm your wife. Don't take that away from Dad. I'm not a witch. I'm your wife. Uh, uh, <laughs> um, oh, my God. This this movie. Do you think it'll work? It'll take a miracle. It'll take a miracle. Bye-bye. Um, oh, my God. We yeah. quote movies a lot. We, we really, really do. It's our primary form of communication as a family. Uh, um... <laughs> 
<laughs> Let's see. I'm going to click on trivia and see what happens. On Ernest Saves um, Christmas? Yeah. Uh, yeah, oh. the only Ernest movie in which Vern appears. You never see him. Uh, during filming, production ran into trouble when the reindeer began to shed their antlers. Replacement antlers had to be obtained. They stapled them onto their heads, oh, didn't they? God in heaven. I, I'm oh, not that's seeing from Scrooge. that. That's from that's Scrooge. Scrooge. Yeah, that's they, Scrooge. they want to staple fake antlers to mice. Um, God, we uh, watch a lot of movies. That's because really every Friday night was movie night. It really, it really was, yeah. yeah. Like, that's my that's my memory of watching the Back to the Future trilogy, right. the Star Wars trilogy. Do you know where trilogy. it came from? Do you know where it came from? Mm. Aunt Deb and Uncle Chuck were older than Aunt Rose and I. And so they would go out to the football game or somewhere, mm-hmm. and Aunt Rose and I would be home with mom and dad. Okay. And we'd watch Friday night TV. Oh, there it is. Okay. The Brady Bunch. Oh, I don't know what else was on with the Brady Bunch. <laughs> oh, the Partridge Family. We'd watch okay, the Partridge okay, Family. Okay. And my dad would lay on the floor. Us girls would lay next to him. Mom would sit, lay on the sofa, and we watched like... An hour or so of television. That that's was our cute. Friday night. Yeah. So that's where it came from. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we don't move very far away from our family, Harry. We, we so really be very careful. You see my life? It's now going to be yours. <laughs> that's, 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 that's why I have an escape plan in place. Uh, break glass in case of uh, becoming your parents. Um, this is the second movie from 1988 to feature Robert Lesser that is set at Christmas and whose opening shot is of a plane landing in an airport. Who's Robert Robert That's what I'm going to, let me go back a I second. I bet he was Hang the on. businessman along with Santa. Uh, Robert Lesser played Marty. Who was Marty? Oh, no, he was the um, the uh, the greasy agent to Joe. Oh. Yeah. So, and uh, he fits in perfectly with what this other movie that takes place on Christmas in 1988 that opens with a shot of an airplane landing in an airport what's the movie die hard are you kidding i'm not kidding at all Ernest and die hard are related that's what i'm saying that's what i'm saying we have to do die hard this christmas as our big full family movie come on you liked it when you watched it two years ago i did well that's because that has alan rickman yeah it's got alan rickman it's got something for everybody did it's, you ever it's sing Dogma a, without Alan Rickman? Mom, of course, Mom yes, I love I've Alan visited Rickman. Jay and Silent Bob's Secret Stash. I've That's been okay. to the yeah. Have you seen? Have you seen? It um, is. It is my Sense and Sensibility. It is my goal. Alan Rickman. It's. It is my goal really to show Dad a couple of the Jay and Silent Bob movies so he can come with me to oh. the Secret Stash and the Quick Stop. Oh, he would love um, it. Yeah, he would love it. But uh, it's it's love it. Die Hard has one of my favorite line readings of all time. Which one? And let you know what. Hang on. Let me click on Die Hard so I can attribute it's it. Gonna to have the a curse word actor. in it. I know it. It's no, 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 no. This line has no curse words in really? it. Really, Reginald Vell Johnson plays Sergeant Al Powell. Okay. And he has my favorite line delivery. And he's explaining to Bruce Willis why he hasn't unholstered his gun for like 10 years. And he just kind of stops and takes a breath for a second. And then he just says, I shot a kid. And it's the weirdest way to deliver that line. I shot a kid. Like he's almost... worse than a curse word. (laughs) You wouldn't watch that this Christmas? I'm going Gosh. to the Muppets Christmas Carol. You watched it and you I'm liked go- it on Christmas two years ago. 
I must have been on, two years ago. I was on drugs. Stop I was on yelling drugs. into the microphone. Dear help. God, I was on drugs. I was on my. I was on oxycodone for my lung oh surgery. My <laughs> so we're gonna get you no, on more drugs, no, and we're gonna watch dry, Die Hard as a family. <laughs> Mom, oh mommy, mom does drugs and likes Die Hard. That's the takeaway from this episode, kids. Um, let's see. When Jim Varney was asked why this movie received a PG rating, he replied, "Unusual cruelty to reindeer." I can only assume it was actually given Stick a PG. On those antlers to the yeah. to their heads. I can only assume it was given a PG rating because it's got quote unquote like extreme or tense situations or some nonsense like that probably back in 1988 it was the runaway girl uh, oh, oh yeah, yeah there you yeah, go yeah. that Ooh. might be it um uh speaking of uh noelle parker was born on christmas day of 1971 that's kind of the fun. name noelle noelle that's pretty funny noelle. um Oh, that's, uh, we're that's watching terrific. Muppets Christmas Carol. We can quote that one too. We can watch that. I just really want to watch Die Hard as a family. Also, canonically, Dad does not like the Muppets. Um, because oh, he likes the no, Muppets no, 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 no. Christmas Carol. No, 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 he no. He doesn't. Well, earlier this year, we watched uh, uh, for this podcast. We watched the Dark Crystal, and oh, we watched the original Muppet movie. And Dad's responses to both of those were, "Why are Muppets like this? Muppets aren't like the Muppets. You know, I don't like the Muppets." Oh, he t- he likes the okay. Muppets. Okay, he likes the Christmas Carol. May- maybe because we quote that one. I'm trying to think of lines we quote well, from that. Let's see what happens. Wait, wait a minute. Remember when? Light the bird. Light, light the, the bird. lamp. No, light, no it's, oh, that's light it, that's the lamp, it. not the rat. Light the lamp, not light, the rat. That's the one. Uh, making. Oh, and how about when we sing? When we sing, <laughs> when we sing the song. Um. Oh, the first one. The. Ding, when ding, a cold ding. wind blows, it chills you. Chills, chills you to the bone. Oh, you can't do that right oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But that's how they do it. So I'm the gonna little mice going. The chills the you to the bone. Yeah. Uh, yes. Okay, we, okay, we fine, quote that fine, one, too. Fine, fine, Maybe we'll do both of them. How about that? Okay. Um, it's not like we've got anything else to do this year besides <laughs> watch movies. Um, oh, my God. Uh, okay. We quote, so, white, so, white, so, we quote White Christmas, too. Oh, uh, White. Snood. He has something hiding in his snood. <laughs> uh, uh, no, he's asking where he left the tickets. And the other guy, and what, Bing Crosby's response is to say, what'd you do, leave it in your snood? And we always have to look up what a snood is. Uh, it's a piece of women's luggage, because they were cross-dressing not five minutes earlier in the movie. But we're not talking about White Christmas. <laughs> we're talking about Ernest Saves Christmas. I'd like, I, because I can set aside my adultness. Okay. I think it's a very sweet movie. It was pretty charming, this yes. movie. Charming is a good uh, word you've, for it. You've got to kind of wrap your mind around the the existence of what Ernest is, and then you've also got to, like, tune your brain to 1988. But yes, this is a, a very charming movie. What if they do a movie. remake? Wouldn't a remake be really good? No, no, okay. Okay. Now, it's, now here's my well, thing. So there's nobody to replace well, Ernest. This is my thing. Okay. So, it's one thing to remake or reimagine or whatever right. a movie because it's really just a story. One of my favorite things is um uh uh last year uh I saw at the Newtown Theater the original I want to let me google so it so I get the year. Oh, day, another the thing Earth. we say is 
stood still. So wait, I, wait. Let me just say in here sure. another quote from um, <laughs> Muppets Christmas Carol, but it's also Charles Dickens. Okay, dead as a door now. Dead. Casting dead as a Gonzo now. as Charles Dickens was a genius move. Anyway, so last year I saw at the Newtown Theater a special showing of the original 1951, The Day the Earth Stood Still. Right. And before I went and saw that movie, because I had seen it like 10, 12 years right. beforehand, right. I remember it uh, seeing it and then also seeing like a few days later the 2008 remake of The Day the Earth Stood Still. Oh, okay. And in terms of that kind of thing, I'm personally fine with remakes because a movie like that, uh, the, it has a basic plot structure that you can apply to any point in time. And okay. at that time, in 1951, it was all about nuclear disarmament. Right. And that was the message of that movie. Right. And in the 2008 movie starring Keanu Reeves, yeah. um, the, the message on that was global warming and how we are wrecking the planet. No peace on Earth, huh? Well- I mean, you know, re-watching the original 1951, I realized, oh, no, this message still very much applies to today. I think I told Dad at the time, but uh, the weekend that I saw it at the Newtown Theater was the weekend that Trump was threatening to do, like, some sort of declare a national emergency. Do you have and to say his name a, well, uh, uh, There's a sequence in that movie where you see a boardroom full of generals, and one at the top of the table picks up the phone and says, hmm. Mm, mm. Yes, sir. Hangs up the phone, stands up. The president has declared a state of emergency. And the whole audience broke down laughing. Oh. And so, like, I'm so sure that's the first time that line ever got a laugh, laugh before. Yeah. So, yeah, like, the context in which we view these movies changes and remaking it to update the message, that's something I'm totally fine with. But in order to remake Ernest Saves Christmas, you would have to basically remake the character that Jim Varney created. That's yeah. like trying to remake the Marx Brothers or the Three Stooges, right. or it's like trying to remake a Buster Keaton movie. There's right. no point. Right. Uh, Buster Keaton a little less than Charlie Chaplin, but it's the same thing. You're just Martin redoing... Martin yeah, yeah, exactly. You're just trying to redo that character. Right. Just how many times do we need... Like, Ernest Saved Christmas... He saved it. It it hey, was you know, saved. You know who would be good in that part? Jim in, Carrey. In, in which part? Redoing Ernest Saves Ernest? Christmas. Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey might be a little past that point at this time, but no, okay. But no, it's just like we don't need a second rubber-faced Ernest. It's not like Doctor Who, you know. Every just let Jim, just let Ernest be Ernest. I know, but every ten years they re remake Pride and Prejudice. We get a new Mr. Dorsey. That, we get well, a new part Lizzie. Of, part of the thing with it's Pride, wonderful. Part of the thing with you have Pride men, different men to choose from when you're. But dreaming. that's also that's also remaking oh, the story. You're not remaking a character that a person already created and committed to film. Got it. Uh, uh, also, the part of the reason they keep remaking Pride and Prejudice is because it's in the public domain. They don't have to pay anybody for it. They would have to shell out to the estate of Jim Varney. To remake any of the Ernest projects. Was he married? I Did he don't. Have kids? Jim Varney. Let me click. Oh, wow. His headshot in his Wikipedia page is vastly different than his headshot in the uh, He's almost Ernest. handsome. He's almost handsome. Almost. And that um, I'd call him rugged. Uh, Lexington, Kentucky. Uh, spouses. Spouses. Jacqueline Drew from 77 to 83. 
Janine Varney from 88 to 91. Uh, so, yes, he was married. I'm not Twice. seeing Any anything kids? about kids. Aww. Not seeing anything about that. Um, the other roles category uh, is relatively small compared to his earnest category. Uh, yeah. I liked uh, it, though. Oh, well, good. I'm glad you liked it. I liked it. it. Did you have anything else that you wanted to mention uh, the before lady, we the, end? The, the woman that played the old lady, she was very familiar. Oh, hang on. I've closed okay. that window, and now I have to go back to it. Oh, Did no. you see her hairnet? I, click, I clicked away from it. Her hairnet um, had little sparkles on it. Ernest saves Christmas. Here That's we go. one thing I never noticed before. Uh... Billy Bird played a character named Mary Morrissey. Yes, thank you to uh, the HDTV. We saw that the hairnet the character was wearing had little sparkles in it. Yes. Um, but she was a sweet. What she, else did she, she, she do? What sweet. will we know? Uh, let's see. Known for I'm gonna say 16 d- Candles. She played a character named Dorothy. Okay. Home Alone. She played Woman in Airport. Home Alone. That's where I remember her okay. from. Okay, all right. Well, because she was also the, in Police Academy 4 and uh, yeah, the 1993 yeah. Dennis the Menace. I am not, uh, <laughs> no. Okay, so she's the one where the mom's trying to get back from Paris and she offers her her earrings. Oh my God, sorry. I just scrolled down on her IMDb. So, yes. <laughs> so uh, she passed in 2002 at the Aww. age of 94. Aww. And obviously, uh, Ernest Saves Christmas is relatively late in her career in yes. 1988. Mm-hmm. So her second credit is as school teacher in a film called Dallas. Mom, what year do you think her first credit is from? Nineteen Close. What did uh, I- a movie called Grass Widowers, a short from 1921. Wow. And she is one of the two was actors it, in it. Was it a silent movie? That's what I'm, well, I can only assume so. Uh, plot keywords, Liverpool. Well, thanks, IMDb. You're doing a lot of legwork on this think, episode. I think it would have to be. It's, uh, genre is short and comedy. Uh, God, wouldn't it be I, great I'm not to seeing see her in any that? other information on this. Go, me, go to images yeah, of her let, as let a young lady. YouTube.com. What did I say it was? Grass Widowers 1921. Can we find? She's got a distinctive uh, voice. I am not seeing no. anything on here. Let me just do a general Boy, did Google she search. Have a career Grass. from 1921. What year was she born? 1921. Well, hang on. I'm all over the place. Okay. <coughs> and now I'm back up on IMDb. Let's see if I cut anything of this out. 1908. She uh, was born in 1908. Grass. She wasn't even 20 yet when then she had her first role. So she was a nope. Uh, so here are some pictures from Grass Widowers. It seems to be a man in a top hat. She's the child. I don't know. I don't. Well, she would have been, what, uh, 13. Okay. At this time. 12 or 13. Okay. That might be her. Oop. I've clicked on something. Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Silent movies. Uh Uh-huh. Troubles of a 
Grass Widower. Oh, no, this is from 1908. That's not it. Oh, boy. No, I have no idea. So we um, now. Yeah, so we have nothing solid. She was solid. very sweet. She was very sweet. Yeah. And now I do remember her in Home Alone. <laughs> Billy. Oh, nope. Hang on. Isn't that Carrie Fisher's daughter's name, Billy Bird? Billy Lord. Lord, okay. Uh, home Alone. Let me see if I can find a picture of her. In Home Alone. Yep, there she is. At the airport. At the airport. With her mustachioed husband. Yep. 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 Uh, anything else that you wanted to mention on Ernest Saves Christmas? It's just nice to reminisce. Yes, that it is. It's a very nostalgia-filled movie for us. Yes. Um, all right. So uh, normally we do the sign-off of me saying that I am H.D. Lichtner on Twitter and Muscle Nerd Studios on uh, Instagram. And then Dad usually says something uh, sarcastic and tells us to go out and do something with our lives. Mom, what would you like to well, say to our audience? When I hear Frank sign off, I hear him say, go out and vote. Yeah, well, So to our Georgia friends, hint, don't hint. forget to vote Yeah, January 5th. Very important. But besides that, no, thanks for taking me down memory okay. lane. I love I love reminiscing about when you guys were kids, and it was fun. Your scrapbooks confirm this. Yes, yes. they do. All right. And so okay. I am Kathy Deal Lechner, and you can find me on... No, don't even bother to look for me. <laughs> <laughs> I know you was have... Was that sarcastic enough? I know you have an Instagram. <laughs> I uh, have it, but I never post anything. Fair enough. So, All right, well... So Merry Christmas, and remember... Nobody moves. Nobody, Nobody dies. dies.